Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Excuse me while I yawn into this microphone loudly. <laughs> oh, hang on. Plugged into the wrong hole. <laughs> Don't even. Don't even. Whoa. Hey, uh, welcome to the Friday podcast. My name's Garner. That's Bryce. Another week in the can, man. Today we're going to do the entire podcast as an ASMR. I couldn't do it. No, neither can I. Can't do it. Couldn't couldn't uh, couldn't be the one doing the talking. Couldn't be the one doing the listening. Hey, I started watching because uh, it's Friday. This is where we talk about what we're watching, what we're listening to, what we're reading. We may as well <laughs> skip over the reading part, <laughs> nerds. <laughs> um, I start finally. So I, I started watching True Detective. Have mm-hmm. I talked about this in the podcast? I don't think so. But I started on the fourth season. I've the never watched one. any of the other seasons. But they're not connected. Right. So they all, they're independent. They stand alone. I'm watching the Jodie Foster one now that takes place in Alaska. Eh. Ooh. It was getting really strong reviews. From the critics. But if you look at the Rotten Tomatoes, it's not, the audience is like 54% or something. Oh, man. I never trust the audience score. I always trust the audience score more than the critic score. Ooh. Critic scores like 86 on this or something, but I had no idea. And this won't be a spoiler because I think some people already know this, but it's kind of supernatural. Oh, is it? Oh, that's a little weird. Maybe I'm just not understanding it correctly, but I'm only like three or four episodes in and I kind of can't wait for it to be done. Oh my. Yeah. I'll go back and watch the other seasons and- I don't know. Normally I like Jodie Foster, but I don't think she's the strongest actor in this thing. The supporting actors are bloody oh. brilliant. Yeah, because I'm rewatching the first season right now. I've kind of slowed down on it. Yeah. I haven't watched in a few days, but uh, yeah, that one is just a good old fashioned human on human murder. Yeah. Nothing supernatural about that one. <laughs> this, I don't know. Maybe there's something coming that is going to, everything's going to be sorted out for me. But right now it's kind of graphic too. It's over-the-top graphic. It's funny when uh, you start a show and you're not feeling it, but yeah. you kind of feel obligated to push on and push through, and then it just feels like work. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm doing homework now when I watch <laughs> it, but maybe I'm going to round a corner right away and go, ah, you know what else I watched this week too because I'm all about feeling good, Bryce. Everybody needs to roll up their sleeve, and Nurse Garner is going to plug in an IV of feel good. Ooh, okay, this ought to be good. So I watched this documentary on um, Netflix. It's called American Symphony. Have you seen that? No. So the the guy in it is John Batiste is his name. He was the music director on... Uh, oh, Colbert. Colbert. Yeah, he's won a bunch of Grammys. Too. He, well, they that part is part of this documentary, but it's about him and 
he's writing this symphony called American Symphony to perform it at Carnegie Hall. And meanwhile, his wife is battling leukemia. So that's a part of the show as well. Oh. It gets a little heavy at time, but I noticed another, oh, another one of those things that uh, if I even catch a hint that somebody's going to be showing a news story or about somebody finally getting, uh, you know, where they kind of ring the bell in oh, a hospital yeah. and the cancer, the the ward that they're on, all the nurses and doctors line up and cheer as you leave the hospital for the last time. Ooh, that sends me, uh, I get the feels when that happens. You need to watch that alone. Uh-huh. And there is a scene like that in this movie, in this documentary. I don't know how she's doing now because this documentary, like this was maybe two years ago they filmed it. I hope she's okay. But it really does. It goes from some dizzying highs to some sobering lows. It's a roller coaster ride and it's a little hard to watch at times, but I think it's worthwhile. I think it's pretty good. Okay. The uh, There's a scene in it too. It was kind of bizarre is... Um, at one point, John Batiste, he's invited, he's sitting right by the runway at a big Paris fashion show. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's got style. Like, his clothes are fantastic. Yeah. And uh, Travis Barker is there at this fashion show playing drums next to the runway where the models are walking. <laughs> Travis Barker. Is he doing a little too much? I, I don't know. It just I need to know more about why is he sitting at a drum set yeah. next to a runway in Paris? <laughs> so anyway, that's my, uh, if you need to feel good, American Symphony, it's on Netflix. Okay. And I still don't know about the latest season of True Detective. That's a wait and see. Uh-huh. Uh, I have not watched that Bradley Cooper movie. Oh. It's on Netflix, the Maestro one. Yeah. I want to see that. It got nominated for a bunch of awards. But it's, I think it's a black and white one. Oh, I don't need that. I don't know if I can do black and white movies. They bore me. Ooh, really? What about a little black and white film called Schindler's List, Bryce Kelly? I'm glad that movie bored you. (laughs) I've never seen it. Oh. Oh, you should. It's good. That's a good one. So, Maestro? I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty new one from him, I think. I do like Bradley Cooper. He's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched too much. I kind of gave up on the True Detective thing in favor of the new season of the F1 series. Drive to Survive. Drive to Survive. That came out last week. It's pretty good. I kind of, I've kind of lost interest. Ooh, it's good. Just how they do that documentary series is so well done. And this was... Uh, covers the last race season, which included the Vegas race. Yep. And so you see that right at the very end. And Oh, so that that's where, oh, okay. This one, the, the latest season finishes with the Vegas race yeah. from like, what, a month ago? From November. Oh, it's already that long? Yeah, it was that <laughs> oh, recent. Okay. Uh, and it's kind of interesting to watch them talk about it. And they, and they openly talk about how, you know, the spectacle of the race in Vegas was very good, but the actual course itself was kind of garbage. Well, I think Max Verstappen was very outspoken about it, too. Yeah. Thought it was a showbiz race and not a real race. And, like, the Ferrari car got badly damaged because a, a drain a cover, cover blew up yeah. during the qualifying. And so that's all in there. Pretty juicy. Ooh. But I just, I enjoy those things. And then I saw that the second season of the PGA version of oh. that is coming out this coming week too. Wow. Good thing your best girl's out of town. You got a lot to watch. I know. I already watched the whole F1 thing. Oh, It's only in, 10 episodes. 
In one sitting? In one week. Oh, I thought you <laughs> might. You, I was going to go, oh, okay. You need to leave the house. <laughs> That'd be impressive. I don't know if I could do a full thing in one sitting. How long are those episodes? Like 45 minutes. Yeah, probably. that's too much in one sitting. Yeah, it's a little too much. Yeah. So over the span of a week, it's slightly less sad. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Wonder what they're watching at Lube City. I know what they're watching. What? Their work. Yeah. They don't have time to be distracted. They don't have TVs in there. It's not no. a dental office. No. When they get home, they're watching game film from that day's work. How yeah. can I do this better? How can I be more efficient? That's what they're doing. If that's even possible. So if you need uh, some maintenance on your car, you need an oil change, maybe it's time, well, it might be premature to start thinking about switching out your winter tires. Maybe a little, maybe a month too early. Go to Lube City. They got 27 Alberta locations. You can find the one near you at lubecity.ca. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. When you just sort of hear the chirp of your smoke detector and you've ignored it for months, is that like a low-key sign of maybe depression or low self-esteem? Yeah, I couldn't do that. No. Whenever I hear those chirps, it's an immediate, immediate I got to deal with this now. Like, I got to handle this immediately. I couldn't live with it. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Can you hear that alarm in the hallway? Can people hear that on the radio? It's a little weird. There's a beep, 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 coming from a studio or an office down the hallway. We do not have access to it, so we can't go inspect. I hope there isn't somebody in there in medical distress. That'd be unfortunate. Yeah, I hope it's not one of those I fell and I can't get out necklaces that's going off. And we're just totally ignoring (laughs) it. That reminds me, we got that text. Is that last week? Uh, hey, Garner, Bryce, I have a neighbor etiquette question. What is the appropriate neighborly thing to do when your neighbor, a few houses away, has an audible alarm beeping? Say one beep every 45 seconds that can be heard several houses away, oh. 24 hours a day. Say for 21 days. Ooh. Uh, the owners have been informed by telephone. The alarm still beeps every 45 seconds, weeks after the owners have been informed. What does the rule book say? Well, I don't know. You've done, you've let them know. Obviously, they don't care. I can't imagine living like that, though, with that beep going off every 45 seconds. I would spin off this planet. I think by day three, those neighbors would become my sworn enemies. Yeah. And I would never recover. Everybody's got one of those things in their house, though, that you just kind of learn to live with. But everybody else who comes over, they're like, what is, what is, how do you, well, what do you do here? And that you just have some work around. But I don't know how you could have a work around, around an audible alarm. That would make me bonkers. Like, how do you sleep at night with that going off? It's crazy. Yeah, if you can hear it multiple houses away like that must be pretty loud yeah i don't think there's anything you can do about it you've no. done all you can it's not like you can't call the police no they're not going to kick down a door to turn off a beeping sound uh somebody said four quicks beep four quick beeps is carbon monoxide i don't think that's quite oh. the cadence of this one no no the one down the hallway it's making a weird yeah i don't know it beeps a couple of times and then it goes doodle uh, that's the everything's okay alarm. That's what somebody else said. <laughs> An alarm that goes off until something's everything. not okay. I like it. 
Uh, you people are problem solvers. And by problem solvers, I think you've made it worse. Thank you. Someone said, I do service calls in people's houses, and sometimes the smoke detector batteries have never been replaced, so it keeps beeping constantly. No idea how people live like that. I, I don't know either. That's crazy. I don't know. Maybe you do need to do a welfare check on those people. If you informed them weeks ago, maybe you need to go bang on the door again and say, hey, is everything okay? That's actually your gateway right there. That is your icebreaker. Hey, I just want to make sure everything's okay in here because I can hear an alarm. The closest I've ever come to that is when you live in an apartment and you're cooking and the yes. smoke alarm goes off inside your apartment. I never move quicker and I'm f- grabbing whatever I can to fan that thing just so it shuts up. Uh-huh. Because I don't want the neighbors to murder me. That's right. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Can you smell onions, by the way? No. I think that's... I went out with some friends last night. Uh, I ordered a burger and... I ate probably a third of it by picking it up, but then I'd have to set it down every time because it was just so messy. Like, there was drippings coming out of every corner of that burger. You were using your hands, not a knife and fork? (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Then I had to flag down the girl. And by flag, I didn't go, hey, and snap my fingers. I made eye contact with her when she was nearby. And I said, could I please get a knife and fork? And then everyone at the table laughed at me and mocked me, but I ate the rest of that thing with a knife and fork. And uh, I still got onion on my hands, and I feel like I can still smell it. Mm. God, that burger was good, though. It was. I was thinking about this, though, is the, um, I have never, ever in my life, I have never had a bad burger. I've never had a burger that I was disappointed with. No, they really are, you know, they're varying shades of good. Yeah. But you, you really have to work hard to make a bad hamburger. Like, to me, a good burger is the one that... I know you show up at a grand opening or a car dealership and they got that grill going in the lot and then you get a free burger and it's in that foil wrapper. That to me is a spectacular burger. So anything above that is going to be super spectacular. No, even a McDonald's cheeseburger. Simple, easy, good. Anyway, enough about the onion smell on my hands. Can we get back to talking about people who just learn to live with the burp, uh, the beeping smoke detector in their home oh yes somebody had texted the show i think it came in a couple of weeks ago but i just sort of neglected to to read it they said there's a neighbor on their street who has a detector something is beeping in their house and it's been going for weeks and weeks and weeks and they've called this neighbor and said hey uh we can hear something but they haven't dealt with the beeping detector in their house yet and i don't know how somebody could just live like that i would go bonkers it would, it would make me so filled with rage and the grudge I would hold against said neighbor. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it would be the thing they make movies about. Oh. Uh, but there's just, I guess there are people out there who can just learn to ignore things like a beeping smoke detector or carbon monoxide detector in their home. This person said, my friend had a beeping in her house. They couldn't figure it out. They checked all the smoke alarms. They eventually realized that the previous owners had built a closet and put drywall over an old smoke detector. (laughs) Days of intermittent beeping was driving them and their dog bonkers. Who would do that? Like, who would just drywall over a smoke detector? Somebody who wants to watch the world burn. Yeah. That's what that is. And your house, apparently. Yeah. And then I said, maybe we should just talk about people who have learned to live with things. Like if you had a rock in your shoe, 
Would you just learn to live with it or would you deal with the rock in your shoe? I think I would probably deal with the rock in my shoe. I would learn to live with it, I think. Somebody said my friend's front door lock was jammed. He would come and go from a side window. (laughs) He did that for at least six months before his dad came to town and fixed his door lock. I think it took the dad less than 30 seconds to sort that one out. Devin. Wow. Coming in. I would just assume somebody was breaking into a house all the time. I'd be a little nervous the neighbors might call the police when you're just coming home from work. Yeah, or you bring your sweetie home for the first time and you're like, uh, we could go, go through the front door, or I've got a stepladder set up around back. Yeah, let me give you a boost. Yeah. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Chances are you, at some point in your life, maybe you're living this life right now, have lived right next door to somebody who just lets the uh, smoke detector battery chirp for months on end because it needs replacing. I can't believe we read you a text from somebody who said that their neighbor, that they live on a street, like this is coming from another house. They can hear an alarm chirping and it goes off like, what do they say, every 45 seconds? And they've contacted the people in the house and told them that they can hear the alarm, but they still haven't dealt with the alarm yet. The stuff people can learn to live with, that would make me absolutely bonkers. I got this text. It said, firefighter here, please change the batteries in your smoke and CO2 detectors. We get a lot of false alarm calls because batteries are dying. Also, on the topic of burgers, the army can ruin a hamburger. Can they? I've never had an army hamburger, but I'll bet you they can't ruin it for me. I've, I've never had a bad slice of pizza and I've never had a burger that I didn't enjoy. Here's another. Oh, I work in apartment rental maintenance. The amount of people that go for months with a dead smoke detector chirping away is ridiculous. Again, how do people live with that? We read you the text a few minutes ago. Somebody said they knew a person who the front door lock on their house was broken. So for like six months, they'd go in and out of the house through a side window because they just never got around to fixing the door lock. Listen to this one. I had a friend in Regina whose front door would not latch at all. Anyone could walk in any time. I hope your friend got that door fixed because that's how you get murdered to death. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I just thought of one that I have. Uh, So, you know, in a garage, normally your garage door opener, when you open it, a light turns on. Yeah. The light has been burned out in that thing since before I even moved into the house. I moved into it with a burned out light. I've never replaced it. I've meant to do it a thousand times. Do you have any idea how easy it is to change the light bulb (laughs) in your garage door opener? Oh my God. I've had to go up there to recalibrate door openers. Like I've been up there. I've been in the neighborhood, but I don't change the light. And so at night when you're backing into a pitch black garage. Oh yeah. You should do that. Why don't you do that this weekend? I don't know. It's been too long now. Like next weekend's time change weekend. That's when you're supposed to check your batteries and your smoke detectors and your CO detectors. Instead, Bryce, I want you to change your light in your garage door open. Oh, it's been five years. Somebody said when I was a kid, we had a lizard and fed it crickets. One got loose and was living under our fridge 
For weeks or months, it would make that super annoying chirping noise all through the day and night. Oh, oh, wow. I don't know how it survived that long. It drove me nuts. Nobody did anything. So eventually, my brother and I helped. My brother helped me move the fridge, and we killed it. Drew. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How did it live for so long? Well, you know what's under your fridge? Snacks. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's grim. Uh, oh, this one. Good morning, guys. I have a story of things I've had to live with. I moved into my parents' house. They bought an acreage when I was about 24. They had a fancy entertainment system, and the remote broke. The company that installed it all went out of business, and to be honest, I was a lazy 24-year-old single girl, didn't care much. The TV was stuck on the Food Network for years, easily six <laughs> years. <laughs> Needless to say, I'm an incredible cook now. No joke. Heather, TGIF. Wow. You only got one channel on that TV for six years? I feel like a universal remote would get you out of trouble. Yeah. But yeah, to have one channel well, for six years. I don't know if I could deal with Food Network for six years. I don't, I don't know which channel I would... Like, what would you go with? Oh, man. I mean, maybe like Sportsnet. Yeah. Maybe that's the one I could do. I don't think I could do HGTV anymore. I was, I thought for sure you'd say HGTV. I think I might have to break up with <gasps> HGTV. Why? It's just the same shows. Not. I don't need any more shows from the Property Brothers. Yeah, they got, it's all spinoffs, isn't it? Yeah. Even a friend of the show, Brian Baumler, he's got a lot of spinoffs on there right now too, doesn't he? Yeah. And- he, I was at the dentist yesterday, so I'm laying back in the chair watching the TV in the ceiling and I asked them to put it on HGTV. Watched a show called uh, "What's Wrong with That House." Like they're not even the the na- <laughs> they're not even trying. No, the name of the show is "What's Wrong with That House." So I couldn't do six years of HGTV. Not anymore. No. Wow. <laughs> Maybe that's a side discussion. If you could only have if your TV if you lost your remote and you couldn't change the channel, what channel would you hope your TV is stuck on? People are going to go, mm, Netflix. But with Netflix, you need the remote because you have to scroll through the menus. If it's just going to be stuck on a regular TV channel, what one? I also want to talk about the things you've just learned to live with. Some of these stories, um, oh, this one. I once lived in a house where the stove was unplugged, thought it was broken. It wasn't until my brother came over eight months later, pulled the stove out and just plugged it in. <laughs> I was amazed. He fixed it. <laughs> eight months without a stove. It also means the oven. Yes. The that, stove. None of it worked. And that was probably those eight months where you spent $42,000 on skip the dishes. That's the worst part about all of oh. these is that the fix is always so, so easy. <laughs> Whether it's plugging in an oven or me changing a light. Oh. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Totally hypothetical. Your TV's busted. You lost the remote. It's stuck on one channel. You can't change the channel. What channel are you going to choose? Several people have said Game Show Network. Ugh. I couldn't do it. But again, I'm not here to judge. So forget the fact that I just went, ugh. Uh, several people said cartoon work. Okay. Hi. Hi. Um, I have a story about being stuck on one channel for a while. Oh, okay. It was, was it at least a good channel? No. Oh. So, <laughs> the year was 1992, and I was a single mom on welfare, and I had no cable, and the only channel I could get on my TV was CBC. 
So I will. I'm not a big sports fan, but I watched Toronto go to the World Series that year. And uh, I was at home with a newborn, and one of my friends came over one day, and Fraggle Rock was on. My kid was like two months old, so he wasn't watching it. And she just looks at me and she goes, "You know, you can turn it off." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Did you not know you could turn it off? I was like, "Well." No, I'm just watching CBC. <laughs> like, I don't care. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, like you don't you don't have to watch CBC. No. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> How are you doing now? Do you have one of those fancy TVs where you have like 400 channels and you're still like, I got uh, nothing to watch? Yeah, no, I have. So I also don't have cable. But I all I, so all I have is streaming, which makes me nuts. So sometimes I just want to turn the TV on and watch a show, not spend an hour flipping through every app trying can, to find something. Can you imagine if you could all of a sudden one day, it was like a retroactive raise at work where all of a sudden you get a bunch of back pay that you didn't know was coming. Imagine if all of a sudden one day you woke up and somebody said, hey, you can have back all the time you've wasted trying to find yeah. something to watch. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? <gasps> did we did we just write a movie? Yeah, exactly. Hey, what's exactly. your name? Michelle. Michelle, thanks for being out there. Things going good for you now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I got a 32-year-old, which makes me feel really old, but yeah. okay. whatever. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This one right here. My partner's parents had a minivan. The passenger window power switch broke. With the window down. They thought the fix was too expensive, so they just left the window open for two plus years. Didn't even cover it up with plastic or anything. They lived in Regina. Holy crap. Can you imagine driving around almost anywhere in Canada in the dead of winter with your window open? Uh, a lot of people have lost the remote for their TV, so they just kind of learned to watch whatever was on. This one right here, my buddy had a TV that needed to be programmed whenever it was disconnected from the power. Their toddler threw the remote away, and after a power outage, there was a big number two in the right-hand corner of the screen forever. This was in the 90s when TVs cost you serious money. Your mind would eventually block out the giant number two after a while until someone said something about it. Then it seemed bigger, and it was all you could see. Universal remotes did not help. Uh, oh, while we were also discussing if your TV did get stuck on what channel, what channel would you choose? Nicole said, my go-to used to be HGTV, but like Bryce, I got bored of it. My current comfort channel is the Food Network, if you watch too long, it just repeats itself. I have ADHD, and since it's just background mostly, I can watch the same episode a couple of times in the same day and not even notice. Bobby Flay is my fave. Friday nights, it's a beat Bobby Flay marathon. Wild Friday nights around here. Nicole. <laughs> Sounds crazy, Nicole. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.